episode 12 of Better. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. Hope you had a good week last week as well. You know, I got to spend the week with my daughter-in-law, Francesca, and my grandbaby, Penelope. And oh, y'all, we had a time. They live in Houston and I live in Dallas. That's about four hours away. So I just eat up all the time that I get with them. And she's growing so fast. And the great thing is she still recognizes me and knows who I am every week. So, or every time she sees me. So I love that. She is a pumpkin. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. So glad to have you as a part. If you're wondering what better means, it means having a better life, having a better mindset, having a better attitude, just anything that we can improve. That's what this podcast is about. All of you who listen every week, thank you and welcome back. It's so good to have you as a part, and thank you for subscribing to the podcast. And those of you, I say this often, and please don't get tired of it, but those of you who send me a message or write a comment, thank you. I know that takes time, and I know you're busy, so that really means the world to me. Thank you for taking the time to do that. This week on the podcast, I want to talk to you about this, Choose Happy really deep subject right there. Choose happy. (laughs) And I want to start by telling you a story because y'all know I have five kids. I have a bunch of dogs or I had a bunch of dogs. So I got a lot of stories. So I want to tell you about one that happened years ago on a Sunday. And I know it was on a Sunday because at the time we pastored a church and I remember it very well. I was getting ready for church. I had gotten my kids ready for church and I was just about done getting myself ready when I heard my daughter Savannah scream out, mom, And it was that type of scream that you knew something was wrong. I ran out of my room and there in the downstairs bathroom was Savannah. She was standing by the toilet and the toilet was overflowing. I know this is really, really gross. I don't like toilets overflowing, y'all. I like when they suck up the water and there's nothing in there. But overflowing, uh uh-uh, I can't do. So Savannah was standing there with the water just overflowing, I mean like really fast. And the water was pouring out of the bathroom. It was all over her shoes. It was getting to my shoes, and I had on really cute shoes that day. And it was just coming everywhere, so I ran into the laundry room. I was getting towels. I was throwing them down. And right in the midst of all that, one of my daughters cried out from upstairs, Mom, come quick. I said, I can't. I am cleaning up a mess. They said, No, come quick. So I ran upstairs to the bathroom that was upstairs right above the bathroom downstairs that was overflowing, and that toilet was overflowing. I mean, I kid you not. Water was going everywhere, coming out onto the hall carpet. It was disgusting. We were getting towels. We were throwing them down. In the middle of that, all of that, true story, my son Garrison cries out to me, Mom, come quick. Well, I didn't even ask. I just went downstairs, and y'all, the downstairs bathroom, the vent on the ceiling broke away, and the upstairs bathroom water started showering through the downstairs bathroom. It was like a bad, 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 bad dream. And it was official, folks. The toilet demon had entered our house. (laughs) It was awful. I was throwing towels. I was putting towels everywhere. My kids were running. They were slipping through the water. Their clothes were sopping wet. My shoes were wet. And again, I had on really cute shoes, and I wasn't happy about that. Everything was going wrong. I was standing there almost in disbelief that all of that had just taken place. And I began to look around. And all you moms know what I'm talking about. I began to assess the mess. I began calculating the loads of laundry I would be doing after church. And I cringed at the thought of all of us having to change clothes. (laughs) The reality was this. I wanted to cry. 
But then it happened. Suddenly, in the midst of all the mess, I got happy, and I began to laugh. And I don't mean just a lighthearted laugh. I was laughing like from deep down, and I can't even explain it because I I had definitely surprised myself. (laughs) I think it had gotten to the point that that it was so bad that it actually became funny to me. (laughs) Now, never forget my kids looking at me like, who are you and where did our mom go? (laughs) And once they realized it was okay to laugh, you know what they did? They began to laugh as well. We all stood there wet, gross with toilet water on us, and we were laughing. (laughs) And you know what, folks? I wish I could say I always reacted that way, getting happy and laughing instead of crying or yelling or both. But it was only by the grace of God, I promise you, that it happened that way. And, you know, I started thinking this. What if in in times like that we really made an effort to do something else? Well, let let me explain it a little better. What if in the midst of all the mess we changed or shifted our perspective? I mean, really, were toilets overflowing really the end of the world for me? I mean, it might have seemed like it at the moment. But in the big scheme of things, it really wasn't. The reality was I still had my family. They were wet and smelled like toilet, toilets. (laughs) I still had my house. I still had my health. You know what? We still made it to church. We were a little late, but we still made it. See, what I want you to realize is circumstances cause us to look at everything that's going wrong in our lives, which takes away from everything that's going right, which causes us to be unhappy, and it causes us to be unfulfilled. But when you focus on the good, the good gets better. See, I'm talking about choosing happy. Happy is a choice. Happy is a decision. Because the reality is we all get the same 24 hours in every single day. It's how we choose to live those hours that matter. So why not choose happy? I love what John Lennon said. When I was five years old, my mother told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. They told me I didn't understand the assignment, and I told them they didn't understand life. I love that. See, folks, some people live in a life-giving, happy, love-filled world. Some people live in an angry, bitter-filled world. Guess what? It's the same world. We have to choose to find happy daily. We have to choose to be happy daily. We have to choose to live happy daily. And we have to stop allowing our current circumstances to override our choice to be happy. Abraham Lincoln said, Folks are usually about as happy as they make up their minds to be. Well, it turns out that 16th president of the United States was right. Because happiness levels are about 50% genetic, 10% circumstantial, and about 40% our choice. In other words, a large part of happiness is under our control. Now, let's talk about things that bring unhappiness. What causes unhappiness in our life? Worry. Well, I talked about that on an episode. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. What causes unhappiness? Holding grudges. Comparison. Waiting till Friday to be happy. The lack of money. What causes us to be unhappy? Hanging out with unhappy people. Getting stuck in the past. Or maybe we simply don't allow ourselves to be happy. 
See, happiness is not determined by what's happening around us, but rather by what's happening inside of us. Happiness is an inside job. Happy isn't about your circumstances. It's a way of life. See, happy people focus on what they have. Unhappy people focus on what they're missing. Happy people are confident. Happy people are optimistic. Happy people are more likely to have fulfilling relationships. Happy people live with purpose. Oh, this one's good. Happy people are more likely to have happy children. And who doesn't want a happy child? I do. Happiness is a skill about becoming the manager of your emotions. Again, happiness is a choice. And that's not to say, y'all, that sometimes it's a hard choice. See, sometimes it's hard to be nice instead of being angry. Sometimes it's hard to forgive when we want to give revenge. Sometimes it's hard to choose to find the good even though all we can see is the bad. I like to say happiness is like a muscle that needs to be worked out. It has to be trained to see the good and positive in life. It's not living in denial that bad things might be happening. Instead, it's a shift in thinking. Bad things might be happening, but I'm going to make it through all of this. I have my health, I have my family, and together we can make it through. See, folks, what you do today matters. Don't wait for someone to bring you happiness. Find it from within, and then make an effort to stop focusing on all of the bad in your life. And when you do that, you just might start noticing the good. Happy people choose to focus on the best in people, the brighter moments, and the beauty and the blessings surrounding them. How can we work toward being happy? Well, this is how. Don't wait for happiness to miraculously appear in your life. Work toward it. How do we work toward it? forgive people. Oh, you may say, April, you've talked about that before, but it's important to talk about again. We've got to forgive because if we hold on to unforgiveness, we hang on to a negative state of mind. Forgiving means you open more positive chapters of your life. Forgiving gets rid of negative emotions. So we need to forgive. What else can we do? We have to forget about the past. See, leave the past in the past. Don't allow it to have control over your today or your future or your choice to be happy. What else can we do? Become grateful daily. There's always something to be grateful for. What else can we do? Focus on the bright side. See, if you're constantly focusing on the negative, you're actually wasting time that you could be enjoying life because negativity breeds negativity. But if you focus your energy on the bright side, your life and future will change for the better. So you want to be happy? Then listen to this. Oh, this is good. You ready for it? You don't have to be right all the time. (gasps) Did you hear that? If you want to be happy, you don't have to always have the final word. You don't have to be in control. You have to stop the blame game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You have to stop complaining. Why? Complaining is draining. Complaining doesn't lead to a happy life. You have to stop criticizing. You have to stop negative self-talk. You have to stop waiting for Friday to be happy and be happy on Monday. You have to stop trying to convince yourself you are unworthy of happiness. Start believing that you truly deserve happiness. Did you know that happiness can counteract the negative effects stress has on your body? 
Happiness is a natural stress reliever. I'm going to say that one again. Happiness is a natural stress reliever. And besides that, folks, stress really doesn't go with your outfit, right? (laughs) Every 60 seconds you spend upset is a moment of happiness you will never get back. The real truth is this, folks. Happy people bring out the happy in people. And there are always so many reasons to be happy. Let me give you some. You're alive. You're breathing. You have another chance at another day. Get happy. The good news is this. Happiness is always available. And you know what? Success isn't really the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. A happy life isn't a perfect life. A happy life is looking beyond the imperfections and deciding to be happy. Listen, folks, it's a good day to be happy. Decide to be happy. Make happiness a priority. And always remember this. Happiness is not a destination. It's a way of life.